Wrestling fans, welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury, and hey, with me at the table, Adam Tollefson. That's the hard way, guys. That's the hard way. <laughs> oh, I have thoughts. Doing better well, than Ric Flair right now. Yeah, I am. I am big time. No, me. Oh, you are. Captain Coronavirus over here. Yeah, well, it's good to have you back, man. I'm back, baby. Well, before we like get this thing underway, um, let's take a quick second to kind of plug our stuff. Check out the um, check out Dorkside OTR on the socials. Hey, whatever podcast platform you guys are listening to us on, if you could subscribe. Tell a friend, rate, review, you know, all the you know spiel that everybody spits out, but it really does help. And more and more every day, people are coming up saying that they that they listen to the show, that they like the show. I appreciate the hell out of that. The new uh, t-shirt design is live, pal. Yes. Uh, so we have four t-shirt designs up at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. The newest one, Dare to be a Dork. Um, I love it. Cop on the old Dare logo. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I dig it, too. So, check all that stuff out. As we sit down to record, it is July the 20th, 2022, and... On this day in pro wrestling history. All right. 1963. Vern Gagne defeats the Crusher, or the Crusher, as he's known in South Milwaukee, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, to win the AWA World Heavyweight title for the fourth time. Adam, you've actually been to Crusher Fest. I have not. Uh, they're running the show pretty soon, and our good old buddy, Matt Longtime. Ooh, the love machine? We'll be there. Nice. <laughs> that's, I'll, I'll get you the info on that, but that may be fun to go check out. Yeah, dude. 1973, Jack Briscoe defeats Harley Race in Houston, Texas to win the NWA World Heavyweight title, ending Harley Race's first reign after less than four months. Hmm. Um, at the time, Race's 57-day run with the title was the shortest ever. Uh, Giant Baba would break that the following year with a mere seven-day reign. Wow. And it would be over three years before Harley Race would be champion again. Hmm. 1992, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert defeats Ricky Morton in Memphis, Tennessee to win the USWA Unified Heavyweight title for the second time. And on that same card, Brian Christopher defeats Tom Pritchard for the USWA Southern Heavyweight title. And that's the title that Brian Christopher held like 40 times or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's talked way out there. Yeah. <laughs> 1992, the Natural Disasters, Earthquake and Typhoon, defeat Money Incorporated to win the WWF World Tag Team titles in Worcester, Massachusetts. Classic. And I guess that was a string of... Apparently there was a pretty decent string of the tag team titles changing hands at house shows. I could see that. And if you think about it, remember that title change that never actually happened because of the rope breakage with the, the Heart Foundation to the Rockers? That yeah. was on a house show, too. Yeah. It's weird. More of that. More of that. Agreed. 1998, the Monday Night Wars between WWF's Raw and WCW's Nitro raged on. WWF barely got the win with a 5.0 to WCW's 4.7. Uh, a couple notes. This is the Retro Raw we'll be discussing later, so I'm not going to tip the bit on that. Uh, but WCW side, Scott Hall and the Giant defeated Sting and Kevin Nash for the tag team titles. Interesting. Don't really recall that. And uh, Bret Hart defeated Diamond Dallas Page for the vacant United States Championship. It was vacated a week ago because Goldberg won the heavyweight title off of Hogan at that big Atlanta oh, show. and then had to relinquish. So he just dropped it, yeah. Sure. 2003, at a WWE house show in San Jose, California, at the HP, Pavil Sorry, HP Pavilion, Triple H and Goldberg met one-on-one -on -one for the first time ever, mm. with Triple H winning via pinfall after a good old-fashioned low blow at him. Yeah, that's all it takes. 2008, WWE presented the Great American Bash pay-per-view. 
the event which introduced the Divas Championship. Uh, Michelle McCool defeated Natalia. Um, and that's kind of funny because last week, remember, it was the first, I believe it was the introduction of the, the women's championship or some, something along those lines I spoke about. And it's like the same. Oh, no. It was actually a story about about how Sasha, Becky, and Charlotte all made their Raw debut or whatever. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Either way. Um, it was also the final pay-per-view. This is interesting timing, too. The final pay-per-view to have a TV-14 rating before they went to the PG. That's kind of... uh... So this must be the time of the year where they decide (laughs) to make these kind of changes. um, Because as we know now, all the the sheets are reporting that that, uh, Raw, or the WWE in general, is dropping that PG rating and going back to the TV-14. Did you watch Raw? Negative. Mm. This Raw, that... This last Monday's Raw was a PG show still. It was? Yeah. Okay. That was the fa- the final show to have the rating. Yeah, I guess they were keeping it uh, PG. PG I guess. <laughs> but they, it seemed like there's a couple times where they, they were pushing it, but I guess they've always kind of done that too. Like you like you said, once in a while you throw a bitch in there, you know? Yeah, we talked like, about it on, ooh, the, yeah. on the ride to ACW. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like they're just going to throw a couple more curse words in there and nothing's going to change. A lot of balls talk with Miz, whatever. He's got That's a t-shirt. been going on, though. I know, that's true. But. Uh, so, yeah, the tr- company would transition to the PG rating a few days later. Uh, there was also two arrests at the pay-per-view. Whoa. Uh, two men made their way backstage and attempted to make off with several chairs, WWE chairs, likely the souvenir ones that they yeah. give away. <laughs> you talk to um, the <laughs> No shit. Uh, but listen to this. A WWE employee attempted to stop the theft after they reached the parking lot. That motherfucker was hit over the head with a bottle and bit on the, on the back. <laughs> They didn't have that in the 50 top, oh my God moments. Yeah. In WWE. Oh my God. And as soon as you said that, I'm like, well, he got hit with a chair, right? And you got hit with a bottle <laughs> and then bit in the back. <laughs> Trying to make my way out with this chair. Uh, 2012 Shine Women's Wrestling debuted in Tampa Bay, Florida. They had their debut pay-per-view. And this is the second all-women's promotion to be created by current GCW announcer Dave Prezak. He's big in the women's wrestling community. It's like a nod to Shimmer, you think? Well, he also created Shimmer. Oh, there you go. So, uh, Shine, I think they've run every show in Tampa, Florida. And Shimmer's more of like a Chicago company, I believe. Okay. Got Um, Glow, Shimmer, Shine. Right? (laughs) Super. Where's glitter? <laughs> Give me glitter. Uh, so lots of known talent. Uh, so this is one of those things where because, you know, he's only running a show maybe once a month, maybe every six weeks or something like that. He doesn't really have a stable roster. There's a lot of women in and out or sure. whatever. But these, all this that I'm going to read off, all these these ladies were on the first show. Okay. Veda Scott. Nice. Santana Garrett. Sue Young. Allison K. Cherry Bomb, who is... Uh, the Bunny. Okay. Uh, Rebby Sky, which is Matt Hardy's wife. Mercedes Martinez, Jazz, and Sarah Del Rey. All wow. on that show. Yeah. That's a stacked card. Right? 2014, this is the last one. WWE presented Battleground from the Tampa Bay Times full Forum in Tampa, Florida. Show was a runaway winner for worst major wrestling show of 2014, according to The Observer. Uh, the only title to change hands was the vacant Intercontinental Championship, <laughs> and which it has was to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was captured by the Miz, who won a twenty-man battle royal, last eliminating Dolph Ziggler. Uh, the title had been vacated by Wade Barrett, who had a shoulder injury. Legit, before I think when remember when he took that crazy bump down the cement steps. I think from an, from a Randy Orton or something like that. I, I remember that. Oh, I don't. I think he really fucked himself up there. Okay. I'm afraid I've got some bad news about your, your shoulder. shoulder. Um, but yeah, that was that was that worst show of the year. Birthdays, or should I say birthday? There's only one. All right. Um, I think his name was Leo Kruger in NXT, but he was a it was Adam Rose. Oh yeah, in the WWE yes. the party pooper. No, he wasn't the party pooper. We saw, Everybody else was the party pooper. Did we see his last match in Madison? Or he he wasn't even wrestling? Or we saw him there. Um, I feel like he'd be about 41. 43. I thought okay. you were going to go lower on that. For okay. some reason, he did not strike me as a 43-year-old man. But uh, 
There you go. I don't know. He's been at it a while, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only... I couldn't believe that was the only one. And then it's like one of those things where you always look at the list. Because I just Google pro wrestler birthdays and I come up with this huge list. And some weeks you're like, oh, I hope, I, I hope it lands on this day because there's nine there's, of them or right. something like that. And then, and then there's been times where there's been zero. <laughs> so, and I got to make up a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to create a wrestler. <laughs> My caw. <laughs> It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. All right, Retro Raw Review. It's the July 20th, 1998 edition from the Broom County Arena in Binghamton, Nor- uh, New York. I almost said North Carolina. Uh, we are under a week away from the next pay-per-view, which is fully loaded and Vince McMahon's out first here as he has a major announcement to make, according to Jim Ross. Um, I don't know if his mic was low or what it was, but something was weird with the audio. Yeah. Maybe the crowd was just super hot. I don't know, but you could hardly hear the guy. Big contrast, yeah. Yeah. Vince wants to further the storyline that Kane and The Undertaker are in cahoots. How many times have you heard cahoots over the last, like, three weeks? A lot. It's been so many. said it was a night for retribution. I thought T-Bar was going to come out. I did, too. I thought I was going to see guys, like, throwing shit at an electrical box on some security <laughs> camp footage. <laughs> Starting a fire, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Um, but anyways, he's presenting lots of visual evidence on the Titantron. Uh, basically, things that Taker's done the last couple of weeks. Pulling out that wrath. Yeah. yeah. Disguising himself as Kane. Pulling out the wrath. He's like... He says he's very disappointed in The Undertaker, which is, as a father figure, that's the worst thing you can say, right? That's right. I'm not mad at you, Undertaker. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that, that The Undertaker embarrassed him when he publicly told him to go to hell last week. He brings The Undertaker out there. Undertaker doesn't say a word. Uh, Vince demands to know if he and Kane are together. Still silence. Mr. McMahon says that The Undertaker is going to learn a valuable lesson tonight. And he's going to force Taker to have a match tonight against Mankind and The Undertaker. Two on one. Handicap style. Uh, he dismisses the dead man, but before that, he tells Taker he can go to hell. Basically a rebuttal from last week. That's right. Uh, Taker then turns around, Choke. lays him out. <laughs> yeah, then choke slams him. Choke slams him. Stooges and Commissioner Slaughter hit the ring. They all take a choke slam. And uh, we are going to break. We come back. Real quick, sorry. Yeah. When they uh, get out of the ring there, Pat and fucking Vince actually yeah. kind of get into it. That was a little well, like, weird Vince, one-off. Vince, like, falls over yeah. onto Pat, and then I think Pat Vince, like, blames it on Pat. Yes. Much I like did. when Titus O'Neil grabbed his arm we just <laughs> talked about in the break. <laughs> Vince is totally... I'm just like, Jesus, why are you getting on Pat? You <laughs> mad at Taker. Yeah. But then I just... Yeah, I wanted to make sure you saw it. It was exactly... It was weird. It was like he fell over on Pat, and he's like, fuck, God damn it, Pat. It, Pat really didn't back off. He was no. like, oh, get, get out of here. Well, I didn't do nothing. Yeah. Match number one, we got Triple H with China versus D'Lo Brown with The Rock. And this is for the United, or the, I almost said United States, European European. Championship. Um, It's an opportunity for D'Lo to kind of soften up. I looked at it as an opportunity for D'Lo to soften up Triple H ahead of the uh, title for title match. Right. That they're going to have at um, fully loaded in six days. The Rock, who's also going to defend his IC title later on the show against an unknown member of DX at this point. Um, lots of outside inter- interference in this match, um, including The Rock sliding in the ring. Delivers The Rock bottom when referee Jimmy Corderas is tied up on the ramp. Uh, D'Lo covers, picks up the win, and we have a new European champion, D'Lo Brown, everybody. The nation are having a good time in the back before the break. They're like, were they popping bottles or <laughs> I don't know. It yeah. seemed like it was getting close to that. They were, yeah, they're definitely celebrating. Did you notice that there was um, a commentary remark where like, this is uh, retribution or, or, or something for when they dressed up like the NOD? And I was like, oh, they pulled that. Remember when they dressed we up? We talked about it last week. I wasn't here last week. Oh, <laughs> did you, you didn't listen? <laughs> I guess I'm oh, You didn't listen? That. No, yeah. Two weeks ago is when we actually missed it. Okay. 
Um, when you and I sat down, that was the show. The, the, the last Raw. It's Raw, gone, right? Yeah, it's okay, gone. Gotcha. The last Raw we discussed together at this table That's was the one. Gotcha. And okay. then last week when, when they had Jason Sensation out, he got roughed up. Yes. By Owen. Okay. But yeah, totally scrubbed from Peacock. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Right on. There's some other shit on this episode that I'm surprised didn't get scrubbed, but we'll get into that later. Right. Brawl for it all. <laughs> yeah. Brawl for it all. It's match number two. Pierre. Versus Dr. Death, Steve Williams. This Here is we go. his debut in the company. That's right. Props to Pierre, who's fighting literally with one eye. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They kept saying it. Um, Jim Doc- Ross, like, even, like, said some shows, like, they say he only has one eye, but I don't even know if that's true. Like, they almost played it up like it could be a uh, part of the gimmick. I even guess. if it's, even if it is part of the gimmick, which we now know it's not, mm-hmm. he still has a fucking eye patch over it. Yeah. So he's it still matter. fighting yeah. with one eye, no right. matter what way you slice Against it, Jim. Dr. Death, yeah. And he loves Dr. Death, man. J- mm-hmm. JR, Dr. Death basically brought in, you know, we we learned this in that doc, was basically brought in by JR, because he's an Oklahoma guy. Right. To uh, win, to this, win this whole fucking thing. And these big boys are throwing some hands in this <laughs> Dude, one. it was gnarly. It was one of my favorite ones we've seen so far. Uh, Pierre, for sure, outmatched, but he sticks in there. The referee calls it late in the third round, declaring Dr. Death the winner, which I think was the right call. Pierre was He didn't go down, but he was not there. Nope. <laughs> no, Dr. Death wins. He was rolling blank tape, as I yes. like to say. <laughs> uh, then we take a look back at the, uh, the Val Venus bit from last week where he was in a very precarious position with Kyoko. We got her name now. Yamaguchi's wife. Yes. That whole, the whole crew is at ringside. The whole Kai and Tai crew. Mr. Yamaguchi-san is berating Kyoko for demeaning him. Uh, he gets then, out like a paddle. He gets like her in the frat, ring. Like a, a, a frat, um, you know what I mean? Like a fraternity paddle. It's a paddle. Yes. And uh, they, Lawler says it's an old, quote, oriental tradition called the crawl of shame in which she has to crawl through his legs. And while that's happening, the, he's going to whack her with this paddle. Lawler so she seemed, does, to, <laughs> seemed to know so much. He did. He's like, oh, I know this. I know this. <laughs> well, I've had to, I've had to do a crawl of shame a time or two. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so she gets down on her hands and knees, but before she can do it, Val Venus makes the save, smacks each member of Kai and Tai with the paddle. Hello, lady. And then uh, she leaves in the arms of the big Val Boski. Quite literally, he scoops her up princess style and starts walking off with her. Rescued her. Match number three, it's the DOA with Paul Ellering versus LOD2000. Uh, supposed to be a tag match, but Hawk is nowhere to be found. And the bikers just start kicking the shit out of Animal, and they got him held down on the ramp. And it appears that they're holding him down. It appears that Paul Ellering is about to run Animal over with one of those Titan motorbikes they keep talking Bye. about. Yep. But Hawk runs down the ramp, makes the save. Bedlam ensues. Match never really gets underway. They go yeah, to break. I didn't even put it as a match. I was like, this got attacked. Next up, we got Jeff Jarrett with uh, Tennessee Lee and Southern Justice versus Steve Blackman. And uh, Steve Blackman comes down, but he's not about to hop in the ring on a four-on-one scenario. So he goes to the back. They're like, oh, th- call it a forfeit. You know, Jeff Jarrett wants the forfeit win. But he reemerges with some backup in the form of Ken Shamrock and Dan the Beast Severn. Oh, yeah. All the MMA guys. Yeah. And we learned during this match that at Fully Loaded, we're going to see the the dungeon match or whatever between Ken Shamrock and Owen Hart that takes place Classic. in the Stu Hart dungeon, yes. which they're hyping up here to sound like a medieval torture chamber. <laughs> it's so not. It's like it's paneling on the walls and a, a very low ceiling. Yeah, it's, it's this it's basement. It's a shitty basement. <laughs> yeah. No, this is a nice basement. I know. Well, I was going to say it was this basement before you said it's shitty, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's going to happen at the next show. Blackman gets the win after hitting a hell of a jump kick right after Fuck yeah. Double J hits his head on the ring post. That jump kick landed. That man. was great. Uh, Owen Hart comes uh, from out of the crowd and starts attacking Hart. Ken Shamrock, tosses him to the steel steps. And then after that, we see the, uh, I forget who, maybe Michael Cole trying to get a word with The Undertaker. The Undertaker's walking in the back. He's got his luggage and a coat. He's just like wheeling his luggage out of the yeah. <laughs> out of the arena. Gone. He's just like, it doesn't say a word. He's just gone. Then the war zone kicks off. We got Stone Cold Steve Austin heading to the ring. A little bit of a promo segment hosted by Jim Ross. 
And uh, basically the same as last week. They do this a lot when they're leading up to the pay-per-views. Like, they almost just run out of shit. Yeah. So we're just going to rehash shit from last week. It's the same thing. He doesn't know what side the Undertaker's on. It could be a tag match. Hell, I don't care. It could be three on one. <laughs> that was a good one, yeah. Adam. Uh, he also says that Mr. McMahon deserves to be screwed. I don't know what the context was there, but that prompts Vince to come out, and he's really pissed. Like, oh, I just, I deserve to be screwed. <laughs> yeah. Like, you screwed. Yeah. I guess the whole word "screwed" in this time frame is still very a sore subject because Montreal is just a couple sure. months prior. But the, after the Brett thing, yeah. But it definitely prompted McMahon out there to. to uh, to get upset. Um, <laughs> um, he also says that, uh, so Vince comes out, he says that Steve's going to be in the ring later tonight instead of the undertaker because the undertaker took his luggage and quite literally left the arena. Steve refuses so that Vince says that he, if he no shows that match, he's going to strip him of his title. And as, as much as it hates him or he hates him, he's going to award that title to the undertaker. And Austin says after he beats Kane and mankind, He's going to come back and beat the shit out of Vince McMahon. Living shit. I won't beat the living shit out of it. (laughs) The bleep there was bad because it bleeped before shit and then you got shit full on. (laughs) Pretty funny. Match five, we got Owen Hart versus Farouk. Tons of nugget chance here for Owen. And that was a thing a while ago. It's back. Nugget is back big time. Like out of the blue, right? Yeah. I wonder if I forgot about it. Well, it's wiped from the earth, but I think the Jason sensation thing. Had the nugget yes. line. I am not a nugget or something like that. Yes. Um, he he revived it. He's he a nugget reviver. Uh, match. This match was pretty good. I, I had some fun it. with this match. Owen is definitely overwhelmed by the incessant chance to the point where he hops on the house mic, <laughs> tells the fans to shut up. And they, of course, get louder. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's, he's just getting heat. Farouk ends up tapping to the sharpshooter. He was so close to the rope, I couldn't believe that he just tapped. <laughs> like, come on, Farouk, grab it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you just barely put your but hand the up. the pain of the sharpshooter wouldn't allow that, man. I guess. <laughs> uh, Ken Shamrock books it down the ramp. Owen powders through the crowd. And then we get a promo segment from Mark Marrow and Jacqueline. She's talking all kinds of shit on Sable. There's lots of Sable chants. She wants Sable to head out to the ring and forfeit the match. The fully loaded match, which is this the evening gown match or brawn panties or something? Yeah, it's one bi- of those bikini. Oh, it's uh, a bikini contest. Contest, yes. All right, Sable shows up in uh, like a farm dress that you just knew was going to get tore off, right? Like, yeah, this thing reeked to high hell of something that's just going to fall off of her. Yes, uh, it of course does. Jackie rips it off, revealing some black undergarments, which Lawler couldn't get enough of. Oh my god, he's in heaven. He's behind, he's beside himself. The black panties, Jr. The panties, the black panties. I'm like, what is the? What, Jerry? What do you think they wear under there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Battleship gray granny panties. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then out then, of nowhere, that that was weird. Edge attacks Marrow, which we haven't seen Edge since he had that. Well, they keep showing him in the crowd, yeah, but he hasn't been in the ring since. Remember, he was in that match with one of the Los Bariquas, yes. and he fucking legit one-off. broke his neck. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Edge did the somersault plancha over the top rope and to that, like Jose or whatever. Yeah. That guy's Asus. done. Damn. Edge's first match in the WWF, he legit takes a guy out. I never knew that. Good, I said Holy it on the show. Shit. You were sitting right you were sitting right there. What? Unless uh maybe you weren't sitting right there. Maybe it was one of those weeks. Yeah. But yeah, that happened. Um then HBK's out next. He's gonna pander to the crowd. Sitting on some commentary for the last couple matches on the card. They did show some earlier footage from a uh, Brawl for All match between Two Cold Scorpio and Eight Ball. I, was that a tournament match or was that just like for shits? I don't know. It was weird. It was. They're like earlier tonight. You're like when? Like on the pre show? Like, must have or, been. Maybe yeah. it was a dark match. Yeah, dude. It, it looked like it, right? Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Uh, so anyways, we're going to go to match number six, which was The Rock versus X-Pac for the IC Championship. Huge melee between the Nation and DX before the match gets underway. Uh, they come back from break. Everybody's cleared out, except for China, because she has a manager's license. She can be down there. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked this match. This is so fun. This was a great match, and dude, Sean Waltman, way underrated as a worker. I mean, I, I think he does kind of get his props, but... Fuck, he was really good. Yeah. Against 
in this contest, like, you forget. I don't know. I just forgot how good he was. Yeah. You know? And he's the vet here. Rocky's still fairly new. Oh, great point. Great point. Yeah. Um, eventually, uh, you know, the fuckery ensues. Of uh, course. China clocks Rock with the title. Yeah. And Rock kicks X-Pac's out. feigning a knee injury. Yes. For right. like, uh, felt like two minutes. And then, yeah, China hits, China hits the Rock with the IC belt. But he kicks out. Then the ref gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. Then D'Lo comes in, but then H throws him off the top rope before he yeah, can Hunter hit that. Hunter runs out. That's right. Before he can, like... Hunter's on, on D'Lo's heels. Yes. Oh, as soon through as, the crowd. Yes. As soon as as soon as D'Lo hopped over the, the barricade, so did Triple H. Yeah. Throws him off. Then H hits the pedigree and rock, which yep. is awesome. I'm like, oh, this is it. Then Paco's yeah, going to be screwed both right. ways, you know? Then Paco's to the pin. Then another ref comes out, and then they DQ'd. Like, no, here's what I saw. And then China chucks that ref off. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then it's just all hell breaks loose between the two factions. Yes. The match just gets thrown out. Um, so at fully loaded, it's going to be Triple H versus The Rock in a two out of three falls match for the IC strap, which I really which like. It's going to be fun. And this is the famous um, clip you've seen a million times. Yeah, where uh, after per- the after that mm-hmm. match... Yeah. Hunter, uh, there's there's some shenanigans that involve Hunter coercing a woman <laughs> in the crowd. That has a sign that says, like, ask me about Suck my on boobs. These. <laughs> there we go. It says, uh, ask me about of, my wiener. Instead of, like, <laughs> DX suck it, it's like, suck on these. Sure. I think she was a plant. I 100% think it's a plant. She was, like, by herself. She the looked way, way they, too hot. Yes. The way they kept, and they always go to it. Yeah, they, it's like in every documentary. Yes. And how much does Stephanie McMahon have to hate this clip? Like, it's probably a friend. Well, maybe back then. But I'm just saying, during the divorce hearings, they're gonna be like, she's gonna be like, Your Honor, I would like to present the July 20th episode Monday of Monday Night, Night Raw. Raw, where my husband, like, because like several, he's like, No, 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 because she, yes. like, she like pulls the shirt up first just to show just her the bra, bra, and, and he's like, he no. Says, no, he's yeah. like, Pull that shit down, and she does. And this is the footage that gets her all the settlement. You know? Yes. Yes. They're yeah. like, you want the kids and the Absolutely. house? Okay. You don't want the kids, but you do want the house? Okay. It was a plant by her dad. Well, now you guys are just weird. Different time. Wait a minute. What did her dad just get involved with? Yeah. Four NDAs. Yeah. <laughs> Different time, man, but this this does not age well. And I'm like, on a, on a, two weeks ago, you, you take out that one segment. I can't believe they didn't take out this. Right. You know, it's weird. Right. Like you said, though, they fucking parade this thing out here. I see it all, all the, time. the time. So then I was like, oh, this is the episode that happened. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Match number seven, your main event. It's Kane and Mankind versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in the handicap match. Austin starts the thing out right by hitting Mick with the title belt. That buys him a few seconds. But this is two on one. No tags. It's like tornado mm-hmm. style. Right. Steve gets some shit in, but uh, it doesn't take long before he is in a bad way. I mean, Mankind and Kane. Two top do. guys. Right. Um, the Undertaker heads to the ring. Apparently, he uh, thought better of it. He got in his car or something and thought better of it. Turned around. He's coming down with a steel chair. He just takes his place in Austin's corner. And I thought this was funny how all of a sudden it's just like, oh, Undertaker's here in the corner. Kane hops out of the ring and stands in the corner. Yeah. It's like, okay, now I guess we have a traditional tag team match on our hands. <laughs> rules is rules, bud. Um, <laughs> Austin and Kane kind of battle to the corner the Undertaker's at. Undertaker's got that steel chair cocked and ready to go. He hits Kane in the head. But it looked like he could have been aiming for Steve. He doesn't look like he's too remorseful for it. Sure. Steve picks up the chair, waffles Kane in the head. Um, No, he hits Mankind because Kane's already laid out. Steve waffles Mankind yep. and then hits The Undertaker with it, heads up the ramp. And we're going to see fallout from this and from Fully Loaded next week on the Retro Raw Review. So I'm excited about that. It's weird that the pay-per-view is called Fully Loaded. I don't know. Like, I don't remember that. Oh, no? Yeah. I think they've done several of them. Really? I don't remember. Fully loaded. Um, there's a comedy festival that just started uh, a couple months ago with, like, maybe last month. And it's, it's fully, called Fully Loaded? Yeah. So I was just like, huh, I don't remember Fully. Like, I, it's one of those, like, vengeance or yeah, whatever. for yeah, sure. Sure. Judgment Day. Sign of the Times. Yeah, what you got? I got Bring Back Hulkamania. <laughs> Okay, I kept seeing the sign that said bring back, and I could never quite see what it said. 
I like that. I was like, I like that. Right. Um, kick Vince's ass. I just like this guy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm hammered. <laughs> uh, Double J, ain't he gay? Mm. There's a lot of gay stuff at this time. Uh, maybe it's been said before, but suck my Venus. Venus 316, I just stole your wife. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, Any more? Yeah. No, I'm out. Um, if you don't like big rig, then fuck you. Get out of here. <laughs> that was that, that was that new sign of times. That was that ACW. <laughs> We're gonna talk about ACW coming up shortly, but I had to get that. That's sign. the best one I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. Next up, it's time to go into the darkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right. This is going to be basically a collapsible segment this week. Um, As we're recording right now, the preview night for Mattel is going on at San Diego Comic-Con. So basically, I don't want to try to like go on social media right this second and try to skim through it all. Maybe we'll do a bonus podcast. Maybe we'll get all our ducks in a row and do a little uh, extra into the darkness next week. Um, but yeah, so does that sound good to you? For sure. Okay, so um, we got some new arrivals. Uh, since the last time you sat down, Adam, we got our All Elite crate. The All Out 2022 crate. Um, what'd you think of that? I liked it. Um, I thought the punk shirt was pretty cool. I forgot. I didn't update my, um, I don't remember the punk shirt. I didn't, uh, still in the box. I didn't update my size. So like, I can't pull large off anymore. dude. <laughs> I hate that. Thick I boy know. season is upon I us. I know. Well, the thing is they you they use the soft style shirts. Yes. And so like, even when I was 20 yeah. pounds yeah. lighter, a, Two washes X, and you're fucked. An XL <laughs> soft style fits right. Right. It's yeah. like, and it's, you know what? It's no knock against you. What like, was the on. other one? Uh, a Britt Baker lock jaw yeah, shirt, it, it says. Yeah, both are pretty cool. I, yeah. I, I like both shirts. Um, love the one man gang brawler. Nope. Wait. Oh, Evil Uno. Evil Sorry. Uno Sorry. brawler. I've been, out, I've been out for a while, man. I know you have. Um, yeah, that rule. The Malachi black pin with the removable mask. With the is magnet. Cool. I love that. The uh and then there was a Wardlow signed eight by ten. A AEW Dark Best of DVD Volume Two. That's a hot commodity, man. It is? Dude, went like hotcakes at the old Water City Wrestling Con, I'll tell you that. Really? When I was selling it. Volume one. <laughs> yeah, this okay. is two. Yeah, this is better. It's going to go. F- uh, there was also a keychain, a Santana and Ortiz sticker, an all-out poster, some earbuds from the acclaimed. Basically, uh, you know, the the brawler ruled. The pin was good. The dog collar shirt from Punk, I think, was pretty good. So I was surprised that uh, the sticker still said proud and powerful. Like, when's yeah. the last time you heard that referred like to? Like a year? Yeah. And I've heard from the scuttlebutt train that those guys do not like each other at this point. Yeah, I heard they're on their own. But maybe. I think Santana's hurt. Right. So it doesn't really matter. Yep. But yeah, it sucks. Those guys ruled. Um, I do love those guys. Adam's got something special over there. So I'm just going to do these two first. Okay. Um, this is a, this is a, it's two Funko Pops I got. I got the Becky Lynch Target Con 2022 limited edition. Which I was at Target and I saw a store employee like pushing a cart around. Oh shit! And I s- took it right off the cart. There was only one of them. Becky two belts, and I've never seen it before. Yeah, it's Becky two belts That's from awesome. WrestleMania. That looks really cool. It does. She's holding both belts. And then um, a Walmart exclusive Alexa Bliss. So Ooh. they've done. They've done two. I think. Actually, I think this one has three styles. So they have this one. The Walmart exclusive, then they have a regular one, which you can get at Walmart or anywhere else you find them. And then they also have a chase for this one. Really? Um, but I don't I don't have those ones. I like that one a lot. She's like, uh, she's got like the zombie eyes yeah. and she's holding the she's doll. She's holding Lily. Lily. Yes. Um, um, so yeah, that's all That's all I got. Um, I got some new brawlers. What you got? I got, did I tell you I got Dalton Castle? Yes. Okay. Then I got. Uh, I should have some brawlers on. No, I don't know. Oh, if I, have I got Evil. Anymore. So Evil and Sonata are together. I mean, not that they're still together, but yeah, I got Evil. Do I have Evil? Mm. Yeah, I do. You're out of room is what you are. I have Evil. 
No, I started kind of turning them. Where's Sonata? Sonata's right there. All right. They should be by each other. Listen, man. <laughs> All hey, right. fuck you, buddy. The new shit. All right, what you got? One year in the making. <laughs> the heels and faces. And you literally just cracked this box open. Came on uh, Monday. As we're sitting here. Oh, the two days ago. Man. Oh, okay. We got so what do we got like here? Little, little flyers for next. The f- all his upcoming stuff, and they all look so good. The zombie sailor heels and faces line. I didn't get everyone. I just went with Sabu and Earl Hebner. A lot of people are saying that their cards were damaged. Let's. It doesn't matter. Are you going to gonna open them? Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm a, I open them. He does have a little letter here, Adam, saying that you know he thanks you. You know the wait's long. Oh, um, that kicks ass. I might not open them, dude. I don't know. <laughs> That looks good. Check that out. Let me see it. So we're looking at Sabu. Sabu. Green pants, the scars. Oh, it does look cool. I'm going to take pictures of these and post them on our social. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. I mean, everybody's Mine doing Mine came it, pretty sweet, dude. Pretty good, yeah. I, don't I think mean, there's no bendies. I'm sorry, but you're you're going to get that amount of bending. That's not, that's not fucking crazy. I love that they show, like, the Ron Rudat art on the back. Um... Sounds a little little bendy, but I don't think anything crazy. The headdress, the this Sabu rules, dude. Uh, Earl's pretty sweet too. We got Earl Hebner. Oh, that's fucking cool. Earl looks a little weird. The face, sure. The face looks oh, it's not bad. No, it ain't bad. I love so the interchangeable hand. It doesn't like take away from from it for me. Um. I love that you can do the one, the two. That's uh, that's one thing that, that a lot of these figure lines are missing is a referee. Yeah. And I don't know if it has something to do with, like, the referees aren't considered wrestling talent or whatever. But a guy like um, Habner, hell, man. You would think so. Right. Those are really cool. Can I get a red shoes? You know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those are oh, really cool, Sabu's and you killer. definitely you definitely got the best the best two out of that bunch. I know I have Danhausen ordered multiple. Yeah, I think I got Danhausen, and then one other one too. You have Jeff Jarrett on order. Jeff Jarrett too. So they also they show on the back here. You got your your next series or whatever. Raven, Bruiser Brody, Nick Gage, Kevin Sullivan, King Kong Bundy, and then two versions of Andre the Giant: a blue strap and a black strap. Damn, dude. Um, and these are. You know, they're kind of pricey. It does say on here, uh, shorter wait time for Series 2, which is going to be available in September of 2022. That's not bad. No, it's two months away. And your Jeff Jarrett and the Danhausen, I think, were not considered Series 2. I think mm. those were like one-offs. So, I don't know, man. Pretty pretty damn cool, dude. Pretty cool, man. I wish pretty I, damn cool, man. I wish I would have pulled the trigger Ooh, on that. Sullivan's pretty sweet. Probably both of those. I would love a Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan Elite, yeah. You know how it's kind of yeah. fantasy booking some elites. Oh my gosh, that you would do be great. So much with that because I did yeah. say I want some more Dungeon of Doom shit. Yeah, and uh, why wouldn't you do his? Yeah, those rule, dude. Good, good job on those. Um, I probably should have pulled the trigger on those. And yeah, it's one of those things where like you get it in hand, and then you're like, do I open it? I don't. Know. Yeah, I'm debating right now. So I'm I I got two of the Danhausen, so I'm like for sure gonna go. open one, right? And. Maybe I sell the other one. Who knows? Oh, those rule. <laughs> the Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, all ingredients are welcome in the Wrestling Stew. I've I never seen that fellow yet. When you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red All right. What do you want to start with? Did you watch the uh, Gangster Rap Made Me Do It recommendation? Yes, I did. Bishop Justice. Yeah, Josh Bishop, which I don't think I've ever seen before. I like him. I never seen him either. I was well tipped a bit right off the bat, but I was surprised he won that match. Yeah, it definitely seems like he's the next guy. They kept mentioning because Cardona still holds their title, That's even though right. he's hurt. That's right. But they There's they made it seem catalyst. like he was in line for that shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so J- 
Jake says, you know, hey, this is the most uh, violent match I've ever seen that doesn't contain barbed wire, glass, or light tubes. He fails to mention the fact that they bring out just about everything else in the fucking match. Like, there was guardrails, there was tables. At one point, Joey Janela must have stacked 25 chairs up on the side. And how do you take a good bump on that? Can't. I thought that the Bishop guy fucked his leg up bad. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, Crazy spots. That leg thing, I was like, oh, shit, I think he broke his leg. Yeah. Yeah. I thought um, it, I thought it like snaked down into the chairs and then yes. they toppled over on them or whatever. Those chair shots, man. How does Matthew Justice? I don't think he gives a fuck. I. He seriously is one of those guys I think could die in the ring at some point. Yeah. Like every yeah. every time I see it's him, he's lot. taking like so much punishment to the head. Un- and Janela and Bishop are putting an arm up at yeah, least. He's not. He don't give a fuck. He's dude. proud not to. He freaks me out. Yeah, that's fine now. Yeah. But in 10 years nah, when you're dude. shitting your pants, right. sitting in your chair. And you can't talk. And not to oh. be a dick, but you're making fucking no money in the grand scheme of things. Right. It's gross. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. He's great. Matthew Justice has a great look. He seems like a great guy. Were you seeing him? We've Brutal. seen him plenty of times. Brutal is the word, but. I think he should take a little bit of care of his body. Go ahead and get a, get a forearm up there a little bit, bud. Something, dude. He, he, I think he prides on not doing that. Probably. Ugh. I think he should have a talk with Foley. Have you been listening to Foley's pod? I have not. Um, it harkens back to, like, the early... Bruce Pritchard stuff where Conrad is still kind of sitting there and they're still kind of like, you haven't heard every story a hundred times and shit like that. So like, I just listened to the one where he talks about like losing his ear in Germany with that that match with Vader. I did. And it's just, that's just a very small part of the episode because it is like two hours long. Um, But the, the stuff after that, where he's like, I put my notice in shortly after that because I could see the writing on the wall. Like I was willing to do all this for this company Granted, that was in Germany, but it was still like under the. It was against Vader, who WCW they were both flag. WCW guys, right? And he could, he was like, they could have done so much with that angle, and they just didn't. And they and they knew it would have been hot, and they yeah. still didn't. And he's like, that's what I put my notice in. Um, things oh, like that, and he like talks about ride car rides with Abdul the Butcher and shit like that, and it's just, it's a different take because a lot of the guys did a lot of partying and stuff and Mick wasn't that guy. Right. And despite all the brutal stuff that he's gone through and the chair shots and stuff like that, he maintains a pretty good memory about a lot of this stuff. He'll he'll pull out cities and, and stuff like that where he's like, oh, I think it was in Poughkeepsie that I did this, you know, whatever. Right. And it's just like, this is not all hopped up on Soma stuff. Yeah. The guy that should have all the Somas then, in the world. And then, <laughs> you know what I Conrad mean? Conrad says to him, do you think that that actually negatively affected you? And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, um, we hear the term like, you know, business gets done in the bar. Do you think you oh. not partying with fucking Ric Flair in the hotel? Like sure. Might've fucked up your push. And he's like, I never thought about that, but really? maybe, maybe it did. That's like, interesting. Right? Yeah, I like That's that. crazy, right? Yeah. Um, sorry to go off on that, but yeah, that match, that was that was a brutal match. At first, it's like the first, it's a 30, it's like almost 30 minutes. And it, it starts off with just a million chairs or whatever. Well, you they know, start they're in the crowd. Off, I was like, and, are they yeah. even going to get into the ring? Exactly. At a certain point, exactly. I was like, are they even going to and take the action to the ring? They sure did. It was, How uh, tall is that ladder, you think? 20 foot? 10 footer. It's 12. I counted. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> but Janela's like three steps down when he, he jumps came off down. of it. He went up one too far and he went, yeah. I'm going to go one. I think he jumped like nine feet, oh, <laughs> which yeah. is still, I mean, yeah. oh, bad boy, dude. Also, Justice, when he jumped off that ladder and like somehow like gets his arm to go between the rungs on the way, like, that, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He just does a splash onto the ladder. Yeah. No give. <laughs> no give. It. No give. Oh, I couldn't believe it. That and I loved at one point. I forgot, I forgot who the guys were, but I think Justice did it. But they they had to like team up to kick out was to push yes, the, the guardrail. To push the guardrail off like a yeah. like bench press style. Yes. That was cool. <laughs> it was a cool match. It was fun. I was all in. I good good recommendation, too. Jake. All right, let's get his next one. All right. Hey guys, this is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. 
Thanks for tuning in to Dork Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison. And this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello, everyone. And we're back with another match recommendation. And this week, we're doing something a little different that we haven't done in a while. Is we're going back in time on WCW Nitro all the way back to 7, September 14th, 1998, which you can find on Peacock. With Billy Kidman versus Juventud Guerrero versus for the WCW Cruiserweight title. And there's a lot of really cool things. The reason I recommended this match, the crowd for one thing is absolutely bananas. And just, it reminds me of AEW. So I really can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about this match. And check me out on Instagram at PureDad. Love it. Cruiserweight title. Um, this era, you know, going up against Raw, Monday Night Wars, they would often put those cruiserweight matches up top. Um I'm excited for this guy. I can't picture this exact match. I love that he's going to you know more of a mainstream That's fine. thing. Like I'm he, he never that. dips into yeah. that bucket, but definitely cool with that. Diversifying his bond. What else did you watch? Did you watch uh Fighter Fest Night One I on did. Dynamite? I did. Um that Orange Cassidy Wardlow match was very fucking entertaining. Oh my gosh. My favorite part. It was almost my quote of the week. Um when they go to the best friends, and they're like, chainsaw. We're going to cheat. We're going to yeah. cheat a lot. Yeah. And then Orange Cassie's just like, whatever. And he walks out and they fucking pull a chainsaw from underneath the ring. And Bryce Remsburg is like, get the fuck out of here with that. I love uh, Cassie so doing fun. the pockets thing. And Wardle just tears the pockets right off. Yes. And then t- pulls down his straps and, and then he Cassidy puts, the- puts them back. There was a perfect balance of like it was. comedy and uh, and it ended up being a really good match. Yes, I agree. It was a good start. Um I know, you know, some people were saying like, well, what the fuck? Why would you go you know, why would you put him against Cassidy when it should be uh some big heel or Whatever. something like Were that. you not entertained? It was perfect. It was that, great. That's why they did the cheat thing. Orange and- kicked out of that F ten. I couldn't believe yeah, that. Nobody's was- kicked out of that. Right, right. Yeah, it, it, for this story, it was great. Um, I liked, uh, we have new tag champs. Yeah, that was surprising to me, too. The Bucks just won those things a couple weeks ago. Yeah, wasn't that long ago. Wasn't that long ago at all. And, <laughs> I don't know, it was one of those things where it seemed like uh, the Swerve, Strickland, Keith Lee team was almost verging on a breakup. You know right. what I mean? There's the, I don't trust him or whatever. Right. And maybe that's, maybe that will be amplified with, the straps now, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but everybody thought it was for sure going to be heading towards, you know, FTR versus the yeah. Young Bucks at All Out. Did you see FTR and the Briscoes sit down? No. And I've heard about it, and I can't so, wait to watch it. It's good. There's just so much stuff. I know. I hear about it secondhand. I'm like, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I'm going to call myself a wrestling I still haven't seen fan. the FTR-Briscoes match. I haven't either, actually. I got to check. I heard that, that they say that that's one of the top matches of the year. Yeah. Yeah. We should definitely watch that. Oh, John Moxley versus Takeshita was on this show. That was love fucking that. awesome. Love that. Yep. Um, I love, I, I love the ending. I love Mox. You know, he, you know, he, he hits, uh, I don't know if it was Paradigm Shift or Death Rider, mm-hmm. hits one of them. Takeshita kicks out of yep. it. And then he just like rolls him over and he just keeps going to town with those elbows. Yes. And, and then, then the bulldog choke. Yes. Then I love submission. that he's just like. Then submission. Yeah. Yes. I, I like that too. Cause I, I was getting kind of tired of his. It's like, uh, he's going to be in another outside of the ring match. Like mm-hmm. how many times mm-hmm. can you see him just brawl through the crowd? Whatever. That's yeah. fine. I love that. We're coming back to submissions because he's in this fucking combat club. dude. Yeah. He can do it. I love it. And he's amongst guys that fucking only do that. And it's, I don't know. I, I, yes, I'm, I'm glad I'm seeing him using that. And so just the, the paradigm shift Jericho and uh, Kingston both had really good promos. Um, you're not a liar. You're just a loser. Yeah. Or like, Beautiful. do you know the reason why your Ruby's hands fucked up? Like it's, it's <laughs> yeah. you Kingston and right. So it's going to be pain maker as we're speaking right now. It's probably it's going on. down pain maker. Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston in a barbed wire everywhere match. It's everywhere. I don't even know what that means. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Crowd concession stands. I don't know. It's going to be awesome. Tony Schiavone oh, is draped in it. Griff Garrison was just decimated by Luchasaurus. I love how Christian's like, doesn't he kind of look like Jungle Boy? And he yeah, he tears him apart. Go get him. Oh, uh, what else? Oh, oh he, he ripped on somebody else's. Uh, didn't yeah. Like, yeah, it was Brian Pillman. There we go. 
Varsity Blondes. Oh, that was a hell of a fucking dig when he's like, Brian Pillman, I have nothing bad to say about Brian Pillman, but he would be turning over his grave right now if he knew that the last thing that he gave to the wrestling business was you. It's like, holy shit, Christian's dude. fire. Dude, I've been saying it as long as for 20 years. I just Christian, so underrated. One of my favorites of all time. My favorite part is... And if you go back and watch his stuff, he, he's great. Good. Just watch a full Metal Mayhem match with him and fucking Samoa Joe. Did you? TNA. Oh, you did? I did. So wait. <laughs> Do you remember last year, the last week on this show, when there was a full Metal Mayhem match, and I said Adam could explain that? Do I? Okay. <laughs> the floor is yours. <laughs> what is a full Metal Mayhem? It's a fucking Monsters Ball match, man. What is a monster's ball match, Adam? <laughs> Begging you to watch TNA. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I'll get to it. Same same shit, different day, I think. Yeah. Um, there was a backstage thing with Britt Baker getting interviewed by Tony Schiavone with Thunder Rosa. Yes. Did you see the shot that Britt Baker threw? I think. Literally tossed a sandbag to Tony and said, you try carrying, oh, yeah. you try carrying you try, this yes, for a month or I do something. I remember that, yep. Mm-hmm. That bitch. Yeah. She's the best at what she does. Fuck, man. That was... And, I loved it, but I hated it because it was to my gal. And the, Yeah, and your gal said something at the end that really didn't like make sense. I'm going to be something. honest with you. It wasn't good. Thunders? She was like, she was like well, you're going to get it too or something. It, it yeah. ended bad. I was like, oh, she got you. I, I mean, she's not she's not bad, but like her her... In ring work is way better than her on mic work. Absolutely, and I also thought as as her chasing this piece of shit for the title was way better than her reign has been so far. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. I'm yep. I'm a I'm it's an objective against... viewer. I can tell you when when it, you know even though yes. it's somebody that I care about, I, I can tell you that this, this is yeah. not working as well as it was. Yes. For that whole year, but whatever. And, and to be fair, it's not like she's going against somebody that is uh, you know run of the mill. No, Britt, Britt Baker on the mic's fucking dope, dude. She'll, she found she'll, she'll she definitely getcha. found herself when, when she turned heel. Yes, like, like yes, that is, absolutely. Remember when she was trying to be paraded out here as you know? Oh, you know, in the daytime she's a dentist, like right. whatever. It's that, like that shit didn't work. No, <laughs> she turned into a bitch. Yep, and she's a great. And bitch. She's fucking wearing that. Oh yeah, big time. Um, we already talked about the the triple threat for the tag titles. Oh, and I do like the fact Strickland pinned Ricky Starks for that title. Yes, so it's like the Bucks still have a little beef, right? Like they didn't get beaten. They for didn't it. get beat. Yep, kind of. Like and there's supposed to be a celebration tonight with them. So who knows who shows up? Maybe the Bucks. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. It seems like FTR is tied up with the Briscoes. Yeah. So we'll see. I can't wait. Like, this is going back to the last segment, but I cannot wait to see all these Comic-Con reveals. I can't wait to watch Barbwire everything. Like good, when, good time. When we're done recording, it's, it's going to be time. on, dude. Rampage was pretty fun, too. Um wasn't as good. There's a couple things I love. I, I love the um, Gresham's now with uh, Blanchard Tully. and the... And that was a good match against uh, Lee game. Moriarty. Yes, I love that. Tiger style, Lee Moriarty. Tiger, yeah. <laughs> love that. Um, and then we got the, yeah, he's in that click with Tully with the, the Gates of Agony. <laughs> you know no. what it sounds like? The Book of Pain? What were the yes. one guy's? Authors of Pain. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> or the Ascension. or It's like those tag teams are all like no, that. Didn't, but no, I know what you're did, saying. Didn't fucking Paul manage the Authors of Pain? Correct. Yeah. Gates of Egg. No. Yeah, he did. Tully? Oh, no. I'm thinking of Paul Elring. Yeah, you are. You're right. Sorry. Same shit, different Same day. Same shit, different day. Yeah. But I do like that. And then I do like that it's going to be Claudio Gresham. I think that I like that too. That's at Death Before Dishonor, which is this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be traveling. Yeah, I, won't be I think. I think so it's I don't Saturday know. actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. It is Saturday. I'm going to be in Milwaukee. You're right. And you'll be in Minneapolis. Yes, you're right. Um, at House of Black, which was Brody and Malachi versus Reynolds and Silver of the Dark Order, was fun. Yes, the match for itself was fun, but the aftermath where Darby jumps off the tunnel. 
Yeah, so like it's brawling with Brody King. And then there was a weird little standoff thing with Sting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sting and Malachi where they were like supposed to like mirror each other, but they were kind of like one step off. It looked like looked like <laughs> me trying to dance with a girl in the ninth grade. <laughs> uh, Are you going in the right yeah. foot first? Yeah. No, um, you left? No, right? Yeah. It was weird. The look the look back and forth to the tunnel, absolutely. But yeah. well, it'll be fun where it goes. It'll be fine. Also, we took in some live pro wrestling. We went and saw ACW. We we hinted at that earlier. Pretty rowdy afternoon at the old Tanner's Bar and that Grill. That crowd was hot. That crowd was super hot. Um, kicked off with uh, ACW champion Justin Dredd cutting a promo. He offered a championship match to an up-and-comer, which happened to be your boy Roy. Yeah. Which I enjoyed. That match was pretty fun. Um, then we got a pool party death match. Sure did. Um, I'm two for two on collecting tongs from p- pool party death matches. I was a little shout out to I, Randy. I thought maybe they go in the pool, but I get why they didn't. There's it's a lot fine. of people out there too. There is, that pool is packed. And to get all the people to like watch that. <laughs> right. That what are you going to do? Happen. It's an insurance um, situation. <laughs> I love like, so we got there. Tanner's is known for having good grub. So it's like, we didn't eat on the way or anything. It's a two hour and 20 minute drive. And we order our food when we get there, sit down, we're eating it during the first match or whatever. Or did we watch the first match and then get the food or something? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, watch the first match. I was match. not expecting the pool party death match to be the very no! next thing. So I'm sitting there with like a huge plate of loaded I'm tots. sorry. I've never wolfed down a quesadilla so fast yeah. in my life. Cause I was like, I, I just want to get this out of here because it's go time. Yeah. <laughs> And I had told I had told Randy that I wanted a souvenir from Pool Party Deathmatch three because I have the tongs from two. He does a spot where uh, in Pool Party Deathmatch two they pull out tongs and they grab Shane Hill's wiener with it, which is hilarious. Um, in this one, he grabs two tongs and he goes like he's going to grab Miles Mason's wiener, but Miles blocks. blocks it like he's Sorry. hip to it. <laughs> so Randy grabs both of his nipples with it. And then he looks right at me because he knows I want something. And he sees that I'm eating this giant plate of tots. <laughs> <laughs> so he tosses the tongs like by my feet. And he's like, yes. I talked to him later. And he's like. I was going to toss them to you, but you're eating or whatever. I'm like, I'm like, I didn't know you're going to be on second. And he's like, yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> it's pretty, it was a funny little moment. So at first I was like, oh, tongs I already have a set of tongs, but now I just want a set of tongs from everyone. Oh, absolutely. You got to keep the collection going. Yeah. That chicken butt miles Mason lost too. We saw Drake Daniels, uh, get his water city championship, championship back, back from all is all right Eagle. in the world. Ethan Page and Cypher as a triple threat. How about um? <laughs> so uh, Daniels is making his way through the crowd, and there's a guy. It's your boy Roy's dad, by the way, who has the duck that it, says "Oh Drake. my gosh, <laughs> I love this." I so this it's a duck decoy, but it's called the Drake, and he's got it painted up in, in uh, Drake Daniels' hot pink and blue colors. He's got a little baby mullet on the back of it, and this that. And he's he's showing it, and we don't normally sit by this guy. I always see him like way over on the other side of yes. the Sonic Center. So maybe he brings this duck frequently. I don't know. But my favorite thing is he's showing Drake Daniels. He's taunting him with this duck, and Drake Daniels says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, come up with something original." <laughs> and keeps him moving. I was like, and then we got to like no more original. Actually, look at it and like that is a. Is it wooden? It's a duck decoy. Probably wooden. Maybe sure, plastic. Plastic, yes. I have a photo. I'll post it. And it has Drake's mullet. Baby mullet on the back. Baby mullet. And he oh claims, because the end of this match, Ego, all Ego Ethan Page um, basically says that he needs two things to happen before he comes back. And he needs Drake Daniels to not hold the championship. And he also wants Drake Daniels to get a haircut. A haircut. So um, your boy Roy's dad says that the, the mullet will come off the duck after the inevitable <laughs> hair versus hair match with uh, Drake oh, Daniels and Cypher. <laughs> so and then we fun. saw like a five t- tag team ladder match. That was bananas, Great. dude. A um, couple awesome spots in that one. I love how like Shane Hills is like... M- Staggering to his feet, and literally, like everybody in the entire match is just waiting to super kick his ass. I got on tape. I, I did too. They lay him out. Um, there was some crazy sh- dude. Chris Bogger got 
power bombed through a ladder. I got that in too. the corner. Got to quit saying on tape. On tape, videotape. What the hell's tape? Adam, you were there with a ten pound camera over your nah, shoulder. Caught it. It was fun. The, the result of that one, shocker. Uh, stash dance stash resolution. Dance. Um, oh, Peter, that was another Peter one. Schwanz and uh, Ace XTC. Yes, uh, we are right next to maybe maybe we're next to the reason why that happened. There's the, the same group, wasn't it? They they went uh, XTC. You need this. Yeah, you need this. And he slides him the glow like stick. a lightsaber, yeah. and he fucking clocked like Shane Hill or somebody Whoa, with it. Big or, time. <laughs> Big time whacked him with it. And there's your new ACW champion. Oh, man. Shout out to uh, Phil Hamilton, who we saw at the JWA show last time. He was there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Phil, you gave us your 50-50 tickets, doubling our chances. We still didn't win. Yeah, but, we didn't win. But uh, good on you for that. Appreciate it. Um, what else? There was there was other stuff on that show, but that was that show was fun. It was a blast. Um, I think it went out with... No, that was that it. was it. That was, I mean, yeah. there was a couple in between. I know, sure. you know, we saw Ethan Matthews. We saw Preston, Preston Palmer. Yeah, Palmer. We saw... Preston um, Lacey. I think that's Jackass. <laughs> probably. Yeah, it is. Um, who else did we see? I don't know. But it was fun. We had a, we had a blast. Tanner's rules. Tanner's does rule. Um, I got to bring my trunks next time, dude. That, oh, like, shout that, out to Mel from Freak Toys. I yes. ran into her. Dylan's always very good to us. Um, Weimer, all these guys. They're, they're great... People call it, you know, we are ACW. It's like a family situation, and they always treat us very well there, so I appreciate them. The last thing I do want to talk about, Adam, Flair's final match. Oh, hell yeah. You saw the video. I saw both videos. Okay, so, the, one. so the, the, the match is set. It's a tag match like we expected, and I think it should be at this point. Absolutely. Like, he can't carry his own. He's going to do. Um, it's the... I think it's going to be decent, too. It's Flair and Andrade versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal with Karen Jarrett in the corner. Um, I did not see the first video. I saw the second video where they're roughing them. Jay Lethal starts roughing them up in the parking lot, and Jeff Jarrett hops out of a car. He's, like, trying to stop it. Mm-hmm. But then he goes down to talk to to Flair. Mm-hmm. Did you see an unedited version, or did, was there beeps? Jarrett talks about the unedited unedited version on his podcast with Conrad. Okay, because there was so many beats yeah. that I don't know what was said, yeah. but all of a sudden Jarrett's like, fuck this he, guy. He goes, and then Jay Lethal hops back at him and starts pounding the He's shit. like, I tried to help him up for five minutes, and I was keeping Jay away the whole time. And Ric Flair was a dick and was like, finally said that shit about, never liked you, never, never liked, liked your dad. dad. Was, mm. Yeah. <laughs> But there was so many bleeps and stuff, but it it was yeah. fun. And I don't know if like you have to, I'm telling you right now, doesn't Jeremy Borash work for WWE now? Because that, no, that I don't really, so. oh, maybe that I don't really know. looked like a TNA vignette to me or a TNA shot. I don't know thing. who's doing it, but it, as a nice compare, like the, the fucking ominous music underneath. You should watch or listen to that. My world with Jarrett and Conrad where he's in character and and so is Conrad, I guess. And they're they discuss Ric Flair and it it's supposed to be about Ric Flair and TNA or whatever. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? And really? it's and it's it's fucking great. Okay, I'll listen to on it. On both sides. I'll listen to it. And they eventually like, you know, Jeff will calm down and be like, Well yeah. Go back to Steiner telling fucking Dixie. You bring in Hulk Hogan, you're going to ruin your business. Guess who debuted the first night that Hogan did? Flair. And it's just, it's really, really good character shit. Because you know they're working. They're they're building to this match. Absolutely. But it's fucking awesome hearing those guys do that. I love this. Um, I thought it was going to be, I didn't didn't think it was going to be this, and I think it's a great move. And yeah, of course it's a little weird, and it's like, like okay, the hard way, dude. <laughs> you hard wayed me, or whatever. Yeah, you listen to Jeff Jericho about that. Oh, he beats him with his own shoe. He's his like, give me your shoe. shoe. <laughs> oh, his parents' shoe. Parents high heel, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah, go. I don't know. It, it. I'm all in for this. I. I get it. I know it's ridiculous, but I like it. Yeah, and there's a quite a big card. I mean, they have like that a triple threat. With, Rachel Ellering, Jordan Grace, and Deanna Perrazzo. I would watch a Von Erichs versus the Briscoes. Yeah. Clark Cor- Connors versus Ren Narita. Josh Alexander versus Jacob Fatu. Are you kidding me? 
Uh, we got a, I don't know if this is a tag match or a four-way. Ray Phoenix, Black Tarus, Laredo mm-hmm. Kid, and Bandito. Are you right? Killer Cross versus David Boy Smith Fun. Jr. Yeah, we'll get that. I think it's like Motor 35 City bucks on versus fight. the Wolves, I think. Yes, yes, there. yes, yeah, yes, that's yes. Good on him, dude. I hope he doesn't die. Me too, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not convinced that he won't. And then there's like a teaser at the end of it. It was like, they're like Andrade. all sitting in the fucking room and shit. And they're like, well, Andrade's like, or, you know, it's it's both of them at each table. You know, like, what are yeah. you going to do? Yeah. Know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um, So on the horizon, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to do a little weekly rundown of stuff that we got coming up. Because we already talked about it. Death Before Dishonors this Sunday. We're probably not going to see it. SummerSlam next weekend already. I have really no idea what's going on other than Roman versus Brock, which people are shitting on. But that was clearly an audible that Last was not supposed to be. Match, yeah, too. it's going to be good. That'll be fun. Spoiler, it's going to rule, I bet. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Oh, uh, ACW back at the Oshkosh Masonic Center on Friday, August All-Star 5th. Rumble. Yes, we have also a JWA show. Shit, I forgot to put the date on here. They have the National Night Out. August 2nd. August 2nd, and then we have one more show in August, too. 27th, I, I believe. believe you're right. We'll, we'll, we'll have plenty of time to preview that. Um. Yeah, I love the All Star no, Rumble. It's not. A, it's uh. I got it. I it's, think it's like seventeenth or something. Either way, the All Star Rumble at ACW. You never know who's going to show up because Swaggle's got connections. We've seen Brian Myers. We've oh, seen yeah. you know, plenty of guys. Surprises are plenty. I love that. Uh, we secured tickets to All Out. Yes, we're we also going to go to the uh, We Watch Wrestling podcast at the Beat Kitchen on that Saturday. We got the same suite we had for Rampage with the We Watch Wrestling peeps. Um, looking forward to hanging with Casey Corbin. He's been on the show. Um, and then GCW just announced their uh, Second City Summit, which is coming back to that same sports complex in Hoffman Estates. We got the same hotel. Yes. That was one of the best weekends wrestling wise ever. Uh, it was. So it's going to be, you know, we're going to try to not only replicate it, but fucking beat it. August 27th is uh, is the JWA. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely we're, love it. There's lots of stuff. So going. much wrestling, kids. Absolutely. Watch as much as you can. And uh, if you don't like it, just watch something else. There's plenty of stuff out there. Survey says. Another one for the good guys. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes. 